0: Infinity, and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow! So great, the gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beamer. (laughs) Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. Podcast. I am your host today. It's just me, solo me, uh, Sky. I'm here all the way up in West Virginia after my trip uh, to Disney. And I just wanted to recap the Jollywood nights and the Very Merry Christmas party for you guys and do kind of a compare and contrast to see what's going on, uh, see if it's worth it, uh, all of the different things talking about all things party. So we're going to go ahead and start. Since there's no roundtable, it's just me. We're going to start with Jollywood Nights. So Jollywood Nights is a brand new party that Disney started to release this year. I think it was honestly their way of trying to make up for the fact that they got rid of the light spectacular that they used to have back in years past that Hollywood Studios was known for. And then years later, they ended up canceling it and haven't done anything since. And honestly, I think I'm not the only one who was sitting on the edge of their seat waiting to see what they would do in the future because they can't just have the one party. So I was very excited when they announced this party and immediately started planning a trip to come. I had high expectations because I really liked Hollywood Studios. as uh, one of my favorite parks. So I really enjoy the atmosphere that is there. And the whole idea of Jollywood Nights is for it to be old school Hollywood, like how Hollywood studios originally used to be. And that whole idea of the early 20s and how Hollywood used to be was supposed to be the vibe of the entire event. So you were encouraged, if you read the info about the party, to dress in that same way. So I came dressed in like a nicer red dress and like sparkly tights and my hair done with my Christmas ears. There were lots of flappers and like fun stuff that were going on. Uh, lots of people didn't dress up. So if you're not one of those people that wants to go all out for an event and be the center of attention, definitely don't dress up. But if you're like me in any way, you love a good reason or opportunity uh, to just, Dress up and have fun. So I was all for it. As soon as I figured it out, I was really excited that this was what the theme was going to be. Um, so that was the first idea, it was the theme. And I was, of course, all in for it and had high expectations right out the gate. Zero knowledge of what the actual party had entailed yet. Then Disney released that there were going to be, of course, character meet and greets, just like at the Very Merry Christmas party. And they released that there'd be specialty foods, also like the Very Merry Christmas Party. And then they released that there'd be two special places that had, I would say, smaller parties inside of the big party. So there was the Jazz Club that was set up outside of the Tower of Terror, which we will come back to in a minute. And then there was also inside of the Brown Derby was a really cool um, piano, music with appetizers and drinks, alcoholic and non. So you had options. So even if you don't drink, like you can go and still enjoy the music. And have so we'll start with those two events because that is honestly the main highlight because there's not really, as you'll see, a lot going on. Uh, so mm-hmm. these two events, the first event that's outside of the Tower of Terror I was recommended by lots of people since they had been doing it for about a week by the time I had gotten there, that I should ride Tower of and then come out at the party club atmosphere for the jazz night over there. So there's live music with a singer and their band and the whole nine yards. And then off to the side, there's a place where you can get, again, alcoholic, non alcoholic drinks and beverages. So I was really excited anticipating like all of these fun things going down we come out of the lobby and we walk off of the ride going all the way out and there's a cart with music and then a man like kind of standing there a cast member and I'm thinking oh okay so I have to go back this direction to the right behind this man to get to the area with all of the food and beverages so I approach him and I'm about to walk past because there's not like a line or anything that I saw. Turns out there was. <laughs> Instead, there was a ginormous line. It was wrapped all the way around to the very front of Tower of Terror, and it was just to get food and drinks. So we did not stay uh, just because that is a very small area and there weren't that many things on the menu that I was really That interested in that, I would want to wait longer for than an actual ride. So, I wouldn't honestly say that I could experience it well, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you that it was not planned well. So, they had their own special drinks that you can only get there again in both versions. And I was excited about trying one, but again, no, uh, not worth staying in line for that long when we're trying to do all of the other things that we thought were options so here comes brown derby this was the thing that everybody was saying was totally worth it you have to do it without a doubt you should go my mom and i immediately upon arriving into jollywood nights started to try and figure out how to go about doing this very complicated actually You cannot just walk up and wait in line for hours until you are able to get in. No, instead I thought it was gonna be a virtual queue where you could just hop in line, you'll wait and then you'll go when it's your time and your table. No, again, not how this works. We're standing outside and there's two different lines. So there's one line that will take you to the outside area where supposedly you can still hear the music but I was standing outside and could hear nothing. Then there was another section where there were cast members standing around with iPads explaining how this all worked. The first three cast members we talked to had no idea what they were doing. In the nicest way possible, we were literally walking in circles trying to figure out what we were actually supposed to do. We were told one thing one way, one thing another way, and then finally we got to our last cast member and she goes, no, you're gonna treat this like you would treat any other walk up reservation. So you go into your app, Obviously, your Jollywood Nights tickets have to be linked to your My Disney Experience app for this to work. But once you go in, you're in the app, all of your tickets are in there. So it's showing that you are a part of the after hours party. Then you go to the Hollywood Brown Derby. You can search it if you need to, or you can just look up dining and it'll show up and you join the walk up list. So easy, like the most nonchalant, like casual thing. That if somebody had told us like an hour prior, we would have thrived, but no. So we join the walk-up list. We wait until our time. We finally get to go in. We're really excited. Everybody's dressed up. It's really beautiful inside. My mom's always wanted to go there. I've never experienced it either. We went to the, we went past the real one in California. So it was cool to see like Disney's version. So we go in and the music was beautiful. Uh, They had two different pianists. One would actually sing and the other one just play music. And then you were able to get drinks or um, food. But here's the kicker. When this podcast is released, I will share a picture of the charcuterie board that we got. And let me just tell you. The server herself actually tried to warn us. And she said... I don't think it's going to be what you think it is. And we're like, what? She goes, and she starts to list off all of the things that are on it. And I'm just staring at my mom like, okay, this is what she wants. Let's do it. So we get this charcuterie board and it comes back. Y'all, I kid you not. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I could only keep down a cracker on the thing. Like it was awful. And my mom, who is not a picky eater at all, even said it was horrible. Absolutely awful. Would not recommend. So, Definitely, if you go check out the Brown Derby or the Hollywood Nights, do not get the charcuterie board. Not a good idea. But I did see some other interesting options. Uh, if you're a very picky eater, I would highly suggest not going. I'm just going to be dead honest with you. There is barely any options on there. Do not bring kids in. There is nothing for children. I check the menu. I'm a good chicken tender girl myself every once in a while if there's nothing else on the menu. Uh, no, not there. Not gonna happen. So I think their goal was for it to be as fancy as possible, and they achieved their goal. But I think a lot of people were not happy with that goal. And here's the biggest kicker of them all, guys. When we start talking about the very merry Christmas party, you're gonna hear that there's complimentary things, like at the Boo to You party, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, both of them, there are complimentary things, whether it be candy or cookies and hot cocoa, complimentary. Nothing, not a single inside of jollywood was complimentary nothing and that is honestly my biggest complaint i think for the night because you're paying so much money and not one single drink not one single food was complimentary how easy would it have been for them to make like something a snack or a fun like ginger ale sparkling something it's not expensive very very easy to do just have some food dye into it. I don't care. Make it complimentary. It would have been 10 times better. So they did not, though. And so that's a very big complaint. However, um, we were able to eat at the ABC commissary. They had some party exclusive foods. So I got the quesadilla, which is like a beef burrito taco that you dip in like a consummate. I probably butchered that if you speak Spanish fluently. I apologize. Uh, Then my mom had the empanadas with a street corn side. Both were pretty subpar uh, based on the fact that I had quesadilla for the first time ever in California when I was at Disney's California Adventure Park. And it was absolutely one of the best things I've ever experienced. And my mom tried to remake the recipe at home because I loved it that much. So food really was not great. And I would not recommend coming to this party just for the food, which is why most people do. However, a lot of people have said you can use this as a time to ride rides. So uh, you can go around and you will have lower wait times, which in some cases is true and in some cases is not. Uh, I would say Rock and Roll Coaster hit almost 100 minute wait time while I was there. And then Mickey and Minnie's broke down while I was there. So not really the best for finding a way to get on rides. And honestly, the lines for the characters were insane. The max dress like power line one was, I kid you not, all the way from around Gertie, the dino, to the other side where the um, 50th prime, like 50s prime time, it's way past 50s prime time. Like, it was horribly long. Phineas and Ferb, you can forget it. Like it was almost to Star Wars. It was so long. Starting at Gertie, almost to Star Wars in the other direction no i i love characters as much as the next person but i'm not gonna wait that long however i did meet edna mode and i met prozone with zero weight. that was great Um, uh, but we were trying to get some pictures and i was also meeting up with a friend who's a cast member and so she's really good friends with edna and so i went to see her and We also found some photopass. There was a really cool DJ over there to the side. And again, I will say if you do have kids and you want to bring them to this event so that you can have like extra fun after hours or even just put them to sleep in the stroller and you can go around and do those things uh, that we were talking about, maybe this would be beneficial for you. But not for the cost. Uh, So honestly, my overall thought is that it's honestly not worth the price tag. And I've heard from a lot of people the exact same thing. I'm really sad. I think it has potential to be absolutely amazing. They just really don't know what they're doing yet. I don't think they have a clue what they're doing with this one yet. And they are starting to take people's suggestions. So my highest suggestion besides having something complimentary would be for them to have a better flow over of closing the park and releasing the guests for the party if you've been to one of the magic kingdom parties whether it be mickey's very merry christmas or mickey's not so scary they do it so well and flawlessly you can't even tell that it's happening but let me tell you the one at hollywood studios you can forget it there were all of these different options on the brochure that were called picture spots okay Right off the gate, when you walk in, there's supposed to be multiple picture spots where there's supposed to be PhotoPass people or spots where you can use props, different things. We went to six different spots and were told by every single PhotoPass person that was there that they were leaving and that somebody else was coming to take their position. Six. At the same time. But it's marked on their map that they're all there. Guys, Disney, come on! We went to Very My Christmas Party literally the night before. Every single photo pass person stayed where they were and took pictures, whether it be you coming in for Very My Christmas Party or you leaving. It didn't matter. Like they stood and they did their job. No one knew what was happening. We asked other cast members. They're like, I don't know when they're coming out. We asked other cast members that were photo pass people. They should be coming out soon. It. It was just no. I, they had no merch. They had one t-shirt. One. One. And the only reason we bought it is because it said inaugural 2023. Otherwise, no way. There was nothing. Nothing. And to top it all off, your gift. Your gift. You did get one thing. I forgot this. This is complimentary. I'm so sorry. But I forgot it because, guys, I kid you not. posters. You heard me, drink coasters. Just a little silence, a moment of silence for the coasters. My mom really thought it was an ornament. And I said, no, mom, I think it's, I think it's coasters. And she goes, no, there's no way they'd give you coasters. Who wants a coaster? Disney. Disney thought, Bollywood Nights, what do people think of coasters? No, so that's Bollywood Nights. We're gonna look at very My Christmas party now. This is my first part time doing this party. Uh, I I did enjoy myself a lot. I actually was very sick the entire trip, so that made it a little bit more difficult. And on top of it, this was our first day in the park, okay? And you have to set the scene with me. We live in West Virginia, so we have to fly to Disney or we have to drive. We chose not to drive because it's a 14 hour drive, and that would have eaten up a day in the parks. So. We decided to fly. Again, we wanted the most time possible in the parks. Not thinking about how exhausted we'd be, we booked an early flight. I had gotten in late because I had practiced the night before because I'm a cheer coach. And I also went to a movie uh, to see the new Hungry Games movie. Shout out to that. Stupid. Should not have done it. But I also don't have regrets because both were great. Anyway, went to the movie. And then <laughs> the next morning, had to wake up at 3.30. After getting home and to bed at almost 1130, 30, almost 12. So, like, less than three hours of sleep under my belt. And I can't sleep on planes. So, heading to the airport, our flight takes off at seven. We live two hours from the airport, so we had to leave really early. We get to the airport, fly there, do what we're supposed to do. And then, go to Epcot to get some dinner because that was the last day of food and wine. So we wanted to enjoy some of the food booths that were there. And then we went back, changed, and went to very Merry Christmas party. So my mom and I are basically walking zombies at this point because we've been awake since 3.30 in the morning. And it is now close to 7. So we are exhausted. But we are trudging through, right? Because it's the very Merry Christmas party. I'm so excited. I was beyond pumped to see snow, which in case you are not aware is the snow quote unquote that disney has fall on main street during the very merry christmas party it is the only time you get to see it because they do it during the parade yeah we'll circle back all right so we walk in we get a cute little ornament complimentary hey i like it it's a nutcracker really cute not a coaster already greater than jollywood Uh, Then you go down a side street and you get your little bracelet and you get um, a little map that shows you, hey, this is where all the different foods are, different things. I will be completely and utterly honest with you. Most of the food at this party is a miss. This year, they did not have super great options for food. Uh, I've heard that from a lot of different food reviews, too. So it's not just me. I'm not just being picky. There's just not a lot of options this year at this party that were great. Uh, They had a lot of subpar things. Uh, They had some different sweet options that I did not partake in and you will find out why later. Um, But they had like different milkshakes, hot cocoa milkshakes and fun stuff like that. So if you're into sweets, I do think they had a decent amount of sweet options that were cool. But if you did not want to pay for another snack once you arrived, that is okay. Because guess what Very Merry Christmas Party has that Jollywood does not complimentary cookies, hot cocoa, apple cider, and eggnog. So each of the different restaurants are marked in your guide map, and they share with you exactly where all of those things are. Now, they don't tell you what kind of cookie is at each stand. If you're nice to the cast member that's standing outside, they will tell you what the cookie is that's inside. So if, for example, you don't like snickerdoodles, and you walk up and they say it's a snickerdoodle, you don't have to wait in line to get your snickerdoodle, because I will tell you, there will be a line. There were none the entire time I was there that did not have a line. Uh, But they had Snickerdoodles, Taco Tip cookies, Red Velvet cookies, sugar cookies, um, and and gingerbread. I think I even already said that. But lots of options for all of the kids. And the best part about it all is they are prepackaged. So ask for two or three, especially if you have lots of kids that like to have snacks at the park. It's a free snack you can carry around with you the next day and throughout your trip or to even fly home with like we did. So they will give you as many as you ask for. Just ask nicely. Okay, Uh, hot cocoa was a lot of different locations. It kind of tasted like water, but that's okay. It was warm and we were cold. Then eggnog, if you like eggnog, that's your thing. I had some, it was fine. Uh, Apple cider was pretty grody. It just tasted like some uh, fermented apple juice. It's not, not the greatest, wouldn't recommend that one. But overall, a great experience with the cookies. We did get to ride Space Mountain's new overlay for Christmas which is the closest I had been told to riding Space Mountain with the lights on. And I was told correctly. It is amazing. They put really cool, almost trans-Siberian orchestra type Christmas music on. And then they have like strobe lights that are like red and green. So obviously if you have uh, some kind of problem with that I wouldn't recommend but otherwise it is so fun but I will tell you because the lights are on you're going to feel like you're not going very fast at all so definitely a different experience but not the same as Halloween there's my spoiler I would say Halloween's version was a little better for the Space Mountain overlay um but if you ride the people mover You can actually see Space Mountain if you're not a roller coaster person, you can see it. There's a couple of sections that you already can see into Space Mountain. However, there's one section that's usually completely dark and you can't see anything. And you're actually, without even realizing it, going through the tunnel that's connected to Space Mountain. And because the lights are on, you can see the entire ride. And honestly, highlight for us. My mom and I were just staring the entire time, so cool. Uh, If you're a Disney junkie, that's definitely a win. Um then I would say the other like the ride to wait times were pretty great, I will say. So if you're looking to do an after hours party just so you can get some extra rides in, that's a good option for you. Um there's lots of area to do that. However, I wouldn't recommend it as your focal point for the night because there are parades and fireworks and things that you cannot do other than that one night. So I would highly recommend not to do rides that don't have a holiday overlay. And if you really need to, I would skip doing Jingle Cruise and do it during the day just because they have it all day long. Or you could even do it on another day that is not a party night. Like you come back at night if you really wanted to do it at night and only do it on a day that's not a party day. Because, again, you're trying to experience the party itself, not just the rides. Uh, Because the rides are always there. So, the cool parts of the party. So, we chose to not do the first parade, which I would highly recommend because all of the children are there. The later parade is far better unless you have small children, then obviously you're gonna wanna get to bed earlier because if not, you're at the park still so one. But we decided to do the after one. So, we rode a couple rides while waiting for, drumroll Minnie's dessert party. So, she had a really cool fireworks dessert party, which is always offered. During normal park hours, but this was a Christmas version, so they had Christmas desserts and Christmas drinks, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. So again, options for everybody. Really cool. Um, we went, and it was a surprise that my mom wanted to do just to celebrate our trip and us going. And so we went, and they give you a table, and you get a little reserve sign, and you get to go up to the dessert buffet and eat as much as you want, however much you want, whenever you want. It's pretty great. They have amazing desserts. Some of the desserts were mini versions of the full-size versions that you can get elsewhere in the parks. So uh, one of the cast members was sharing that it was a cool taste tester for us so that if you really liked it, you could go and you can get the full-size somewhere else. For example, they had the milk and cookies, which was, I'm pretty sure, sold at Tortuga Canyon or at Pico's Bills that night, which was like a pudding with cookie dough and whipped cream kind of situation on top or there was like a mint peppermint eclair which I didn't try because again I heard online was awful and I just didn't want to try it because there were so many other things that looked really good but there's a bigger version again somewhere else on property not on property in Magic Kingdom my bad but they also had things that were exclusive to her dessert party so they had like apple crepes they had lots of fruit they had a sugar cookie bar for all the little kids, where you can make your own sugar cookie, and they also had like a cookies and cream dessert, a little apple cider donuts, that you name. It. There were so many options. Like if you couldn't find one thing to eat, you're that's a problem. Like there's something. However, there's not really real food, and except for some cheese and crackers, so I would recommend eating before you come. We hadn't eaten real food in a long time; it had been many hours, so we felt kind of ill after we had all of the sweets. But they had the uh, sparkling cider for kids and for me. Um, They had lots of really cool options for drinks as well. Uh, They had water. Really cool, I know. Uh, But then they also had apple juice and orange juice. And then, um, oh, I'm blanking. Uh, I think it's Pog, where it's like the combination of the three juices put together. Uh, They had all the different kinds of things. They also had coffee, hot cocoa, and a tea station. So all the options. Then. You hang out until you're ready and you actually get, this is the highlight. I'm not even kidding you. This is worth the price tag because it is an extra cost. You get your own area to sit and watch the fireworks. And if you know anything about Magic Kingdom in Florida, you know that fireworks is like a death sentence. It is fight to the death to be able to see. You can sit there for two hours before the fireworks start, and you're still probably going to end up with a little girl on her shoulders in front of you. Let's just be real. It's just how it is. Uh, that's not the case in most other parks. Disneyland, I did not have that experience. I've been told overseas, they all sit down. It's just a Disney World thing. I kind of hate it. It's the worst part of our park. I'm not going to lie to you. I would prefer to have Disneyland any day over that experience. However, uh, we had an amazing spot on the turf that they have over to the side. And we were like right behind where the handicapped people sit. And I could sit the entire time. I sat and watched the fireworks for all of it. It was amazing. So that was absolutely beautiful. Um, And then after that, we went to the Christmas parade. So we found a really cool spot on Main Street. And we wanted to specifically stay on Main Street because of the drum roll snow. Well, spoiler, all night it had been raining or misting or just pouring buckets. One of the three. So I guess water and snow don't mix. So they didn't use the snow my night for the very merry Christmas party. So I was a little heartbroken. However, the parade was really cool. Seeing the Nutcrackers and the Toy Soldiers and the Reindeer that I've seen when I was a kid my whole life on all the Disney specials in person was really special. And then extra highlight, little tidbit, if you saw on our stories and you follow us on Instagram, which, hint, hint, shout out to that. You should definitely hit us up and follow us at World of Diz Podcast on Instagram. Um, So... I shared a lot about my trip and then Sydney shared a lot about her trip and we usually alternate if we're going at different times. And there was a special guest that was there and it was actually Pink, uh, the singer Pink. She was there and uh, was just enjoying time with her family and it was really cool. So I saw her while I was waiting for the parade, but the parade was overall really good. So at the end of the day, if we look at these two parties side by side, just trying to figure out I have this much money to set aside for a party. Which one should I do? Here is my option. As of right now, I would recommend Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. However, from the very start of Jollywood Nights until now they're going on two weeks of having the party. They've already made drastic changes. Drastic. So. This means that if they bring this party back next year, I think we will see so many things change that it could be worth going to next year. For this year, if you are doing a once-in-a-life opportunity, this is my one-and-done Christmas trip. I can't ever go at Christmas again, or I can't even ever go to Disney World again. Please go to Very Merry Christmas Party. Please. Please. Especially if you have kids. If you have kids, don't even think about going to Jollywood Nights. It's not... I, I think it could be if you did some of the shows, which is supposed to be their highlight. But even doing the shows, there's only two. So don't pay all that money for shows. When there's shows just like it, with a different overlay during the day. Don't. Do the Hollywood nights later. If they redo it, fine. But if you have one and done, please do Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. That is just my thoughts, my opinions, but also honestly what I've read everywhere else after going. I had an open mind, I was excited, but we honestly left early. It was open until after 12, I think it was open until 12.30 or one. And we left at close to 11.30 because we just honestly ran out of things to do because we didn't wanna wait in line that long for the jazz club and we, there were only like two or three showings for the shows. And so we missed our opportunity to see the shows because we were trying to get into the Brown Derby. And I just don't think it was honestly worth it. So overall, at the end of the day, as of right now, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is the better option than Jollywood Nights. So if you have any questions, comments, anything about this, please, please, please email us at of podcast. Or you can always come on in on, on any of our posts, especially on our stories. Please, please, please. We love to hear from you guys and figure out what you like to hear so that we're keeping up and making sure that we are entertaining you and making this fun for you as well. Um, we want to do our best to suit what you guys want to learn. So if you have questions about any of the things I just shared or if you're actually going to Jollywood Nights and want more detailed hints suggestions whatever i'm here for you let me know mickey's very merry christmas party all three of us have gone at some point so please hit up the instagram and we will be more than happy to answer those questions for you well i think that's all for me um this is my first ever podcast doing it by myself wow kind of weird um <laughs> but i hope you enjoyed it and i would love to hear from you guys about your experiences if you went as well So if you went to Jollywood Nights, please let me know and we can talk about it and figure out if you liked it or if you didn't, or maybe you liked it better than Merry Merry Christmas Party. It's up to you. So let us know. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Bye, guys. See you real soon.